gorgeous souls. I am just checking that we're live everywhere. Okay, live Facebook and Instagram. Welcome, welcome back to the first Food for Thought Thursday <laughs> for 2022. So if you're hopping on, give me a quick hello um, in the comments. Let me know where you're tuning in from. Um, even if you're watching this on the replay, hashtag replay, wherever you are at. Um, my name is Stelkum Heath, binge and emotional eating recovery specialist. So if you're new to any of my platforms, welcome. I am so glad to have you here. So what I wanted to do first is just do a bit of a check-in to see where you are at with your binge eating. So put a one in the comments if you are struggling with binge eating right now. Put a two in the comments if you feel like it's not quite binge eating, but it's probably just emotional eating. Um, most of the time you feel you're kind of under control, but when you stress, for example, things uh, just go crazy. Or three for, I am not sure. I'm not sure if I'm a binge eater. I'm not sure if, if I'm an emotional eater. Hello, lovely. So good to have you here. So summarize one, if you know you're a binge eater where you lose control of food all the time, you're constantly thinking about food, you're in this cycle of binge eating, trying to fix it, um, and then, but then you're back in, into dieting, which I call food zombie mode. Two, you feel like you're more of an emotional eater. Most of the time you're okay, but then you end up emotionally eating or emotionally binge eating um, certain times of um, the year or the week or whatever the case is. Number three is I am not sure. I'm not sure if I'm a binge eater or an emotional eater. I am um, new to discovering where I'm at or I'm wanting to get help. I'm not sure where to begin. So I'd love to see your, your feedback there in the comments. I will keep checking in. Even if you on the replay, please fill that in so that I can come and follow up with you, give you some resources. Um, but hopefully today's live will really just help you to get started on the journey. So I started binge eating in 2004. And I did not stop binge eating until 2018. So that is a really, really long time. At first, I didn't really think that I was binge eating. I didn't really think I had an issue. I didn't think I had a problem. But um, in 2007, I decided to become healthy. Um, I started exercising. I started looking after myself a bit better, eating healthy, running. And unfortunately, what I felt was I still binged no matter what I did. So I decided, well, I needed to be more strict with my eating. Um, I'd cut out more food groups and I would still binge. So it was a long journey for me to understand that my binge eating was more than just a eat less, run more issue that we hear about in the media today. And I get so frustrated when I see that, <laughs> where people are just sharing um, such unhealthy ways to stop binge eating, um, really, really dangerous ways that can lead to disordered eating, which leads to further eating disorders. Um, so be very careful which advice you pay attention to, first of all. So I wanted to give you a few foundations for you to move forward in getting started with 
your binge eating recovery journey. So I call it binge eating recovery because there's a lot for us to recover from. It's not like we just stop. It's not like we just go from one day binge eating to the next, we cut it off and that's the end of the world. No, that is not how binge eating recovery works. Hi, lovely. Um, so what happens with recovery is it's a journey. It's a way for us to start understanding our relationship with food. It's a way for us to start understanding how we heal and be with our emotions. And through that journey is where we can start building healthy habits. And that's actually the pillars of my binge-free um, formula is to heal your relationship with food. Start there because if we don't feel safe with food, unfortunately, we will always be in a binge cycle. Then understanding your emotional stuff. Um, and that takes a lot of unraveling and a lot of unlearning. Um, you know, one of my clients has recently said to me, Stella, I don't think I'll ever stop binge eating. And this is not the, the only client that said this to me. Many of my clients have said this to me. And then we break things down and we understand where this belief comes from, first of all. And then we understand why the binge eating started in the first place. I don't like to harp on the past, per se, but I do feel like we do need to understand kind of where these things come from so that we can start unraveling that belief that built around that time okay so emotional healing is so important and that's one of the biggest things that I work with with my clients healing their viewpoints on themselves and also their body so most people once they've um, gotten their relationship with food rights they're ready to emotionally unpack what actually got them into the binge cycles first and only then can we start really focusing and bringing in those habits. You know, we talk about mindful eating. We talk about intuitive eating for some. We talk about listening to your hunger and fullness signals. We hear about not self-sabotaging. And we can't do that if we don't have the foundations right. So here are just some of my little tips I want to give you um, to help you on your journey to get started. If you've just hopped on, please give me a hello in the comments. Let me know where you're from. How long have you been listening to me? Um, if you're new here, let me know as well. Um, welcome, welcome. Uh, so the first thing that I would love for you to, or first resource I'd love for you to um, get back into is my Beyond Overeating podcast. So there's a few episodes that I want you to listen to to really get started. Episode one is really my um, explanation as to why I'm here, but also just unraveling some information on how to get started. Um, number two, um, or episode number three, is where we get into the, the secret source or the real reasons why you binge. 
episode number five we delve deeper into the understanding of how your brain works when it comes to binge eating we talk about the food zombie mode as i call it where our brains just go into this complete override where you might feel on autopilot you might feel possessed you might feel like there's a little devil sitting on your shoulder whatever the case is i call this food zombie mode um and then we have um, episode 10 which delves deeper into the food zombie personalities or the, the five different binge eating personalities as I know them as I've seen through my own experiences but also what I've seen through what my clients experience so I'd love for you to go and listen to those episodes they are going to be a foundation for you to get started in understanding your binge eating relationships and where to go from there. So next is the second point I want to bring is awareness. Doesn't matter where you're at, if you are, we did a check in first of all when we started, whether you were a full-on binge eater, when, whether you're just an emotional eater or an emotional binge eater and you feel like sometimes you get out of control or whether you are actually um, not sure where you're at. I think awareness to the underlying issues or underlying behavior is so important. If we can connect back to our behaviors and how we interact with food, that's going to be an amazing, amazing starting point for you. So um, I wrote the food and mood journal especially for that reason you can get this on amazon um, in most actually all the amazon countries um, so you know this is a really good starting point because you track basically what you eat what your mood is at the moment in the time what are your hunger levels like your energy levels and this can really give you so much information this is what i give my one-on-one -on -one or my clients to complete um, when they start with me so that we can understand where the binge eating starts where it's connected and it's amazing what you can pick up you know when you sit here and you figure out oh my gosh you know i actually didn't eat today no wonder i'm binge eating tonight or wow i'm really sad today like it's no wonder that i'm leaning to food for comfort or maybe it's like geez i've eaten so much but i'm still hungry what is going on and you know the reason why tracking hunger is so important is because hunger is the number one reason for binge eating not food <laughs> so um yeah i'd love for you to delve into getting clear on those patterns that you have with food having that understanding is going to get you one step closer to um working with your binge eating so if you go and combine the food and mood journal with episode three and five of my podcast you're really going to get a lot of traction in the next eight weeks like honestly this is an eight week journal um, it is going to help you just track and move through so quickly number three is make time for yourself and make time for recovery don't just go oh yeah i want to recover i want to stop binge eating and then you carry on with your life 
Because no, that's how we got ourselves into continuous binge eating in the first place. We got ourselves here because there is no space or room to really heal. There's no space or room to really unravel why you are binge eating in the first place. So dedicate some time during the day for self-reflection and for some self-care. Make sure that you have that in your diary and don't use vigorous exercise here as self-care. I'm absolutely a fan of exercise um, and also exercise that gets your heart rate up but extremely rigorous exercise every single day can add to your binge urges if your nervous system is not in check. So exercise, yes, absolutely. But self-care um, from a calmer perspective in a calm nervous system um, space, if that makes sense. All right. The next step that I'd like for you to do is get your body back into balance and what I mean with this is address any forms of sickness or anything that you've been putting off if you've been needing to see the dentist if you've been needing to see the gynecologist if you've been needing to see the dermatologist um, if there's something you're worried about health-wise go and get that checked out so Last, at the end of last year, I struggled for about two and a half months with migraines. They picked up on my scans that there was a minor irregularity in my pituitary gland, which governs all my, um, my all our hormones, basically. And I, the doctor said, well, look, there's not really something to be worried about. I didn't feel comfortable with that. I went to go see uh, someone for um, a kinesiologist for a second opinion to help me um, just understand whether I need to take this further. Um, so make sure that you make those appointments. <laughs> Maybe it's even just getting yourself a massage once a, once a month or every two, three weeks, if that's what you can afford, if your body is always tense or stressed out. Other ways to get your body in balance is to get enough sleep. You know, we spend so much time with preoccupied with Netflix in the evenings. Um, when our bodies are out of balance, of course we're going to have cravings and of course we're going to feel the urge to binge if, we, if our bodies are not in sync. Um, eating more regularly. So, as I said, hunger is the number one cause of binge eating. So, eating more regularly is going to help you move into a space of finding balance in your body. Fueling your body often is what's going to help. Drinking water. Um, so many of my clients are like, um, I'm drinking two cups of water a day. That is not enough. We need a lot of water to help our bodies function and um just kind of work properly, balance our blood sugar. So water is really, really important. The three most important things is breath, water, and food. <laughs> That's what keeps us alive. So make sure that you get that often. Breathing again, also make sure that you're breathing deeply. When we're normally sitting at our desk, we're stressed out, we only breathe from the from the nose down to the about the just halfway through our chest. That's not enough breath, it's not enough oxygen, we're not gonna feel enough energy. So make sure that you are breathing deeply. Do some breath exercises or consciously remind yourself, take a deep breath. Okay. Managing your stress is another way to get your body into balance. 
It, you can eat as healthy as you like and you can be a run and exercise and do all the things that they deem to be healthy but if your stress levels are not where they're supposed to be unfortunately you can still pick up any heart conditions and anything associated with stress like stroke um, all those all the things so stress is the number one reason for illness that most people experience um, it's not your weight <laughs> like we have been led to believe. Yes, weight gain is probably sometimes because of stress, but um, most of those diseases and causes that they link to weight gain is actually um, more stress-related illnesses. So make sure that you manage your stress um, in a good way. If you're not sure how to do that, put stress less in the comments and I will get back to you. The last step for you um, is to get support from a professional. It's easy to go and just start a keto diet. It's easy to go and just start Weight Watchers. It's easy to go and just buy that 21 day cleanse on the internet. That is not someone who is, or a technique that is gonna support you in stopping binge eating. Let me just say that again those quick fixes or just an eating plan or someone who does not specialize in eating disorders and binge or binge eating recovery is not going to be able to help you with your binge eating um, recovery so make sure that you find someone that will support you that has the knowledge the expertise ask them questions have you supported clients with binge eating have you you know if i go to if i needed to see a dietitian for any reason um not that i really need to but if i ever had to go see one for if i had a health issue i would ask them have you ever supported anyone with eating disorders or, or binge eating because i don't want them to put me on something that is going to be triggering somewhere along the way hopefully this makes sense um so here's the um the thing we sometimes feel embarrassed about asking for help we sometimes want to just you know do what we used to do and hopefully our binge eating will go away now i did that for over 13 years i did the same thing over and over again it might just look the slightly different in a disguise of a different diet it did not work it actually the, the longer i pursued this stuff on my own the more intense my binge eating became so if this year you want to actually stop binge eating and trust me there is no such thing as being a binge eater for life i had so many people come to me and go with the belief that i i'm just going to binge eat for the rest of my life and i have said absolutely not that is not you that is not my dream for you um i know that it is possible i know that you can stop binge eating you just need the right steps the right person who can lead you through a process um with some accountability and also the right tools to get you there so someone who just promises you an eating plan is not the right person for you so let's summarize first of all i want you to go and listen to episodes one three five and ten of my beyond overeating podcast that is going to give you a lot of um 
information as to why you are here, why you're binge eating and how to get started. I'll put pop the links in the comments below. I then want you to go and um, start being um, aware of your uh, food patterns, your eating patterns um, and tracking your food and mood. My food and mood diary is available on Amazon if you would like that as a uh, resource to just help support you along that way. Number three is make time for yourself so that you can start understanding your patterns and understanding that recovery takes time and you need to give it the attention that it deserves. Number four is getting your body back in balance so that your body feels supported and your binge eating does not come from a physical perspective. And number five is getting help from someone who is a professional in binge eating or emotional eating recovery. Thank you so much everyone for joining me today. I am so, so excited to be back here in January. Pop your additional questions here. Food for, thought, um, food for Thought Thursdays happens every single Thursday morning. So on a Monday, I pop my Food for Thoughts Q&A question. You can go and ask your questions there. If you don't want to ask it there, send me a DM, send me a PM, whatever the case is. Come and ask your questions so that I can answer them here. Get the support that you need so that I can help you on your recovery journey. I can't wait to see you uh, next week uh, for the next episode or the next Food for Thought Thursday. Bye, everyone. Welcome to Beyond Overeating by Wholesome Lifestyle Project, the overeating podcast where I'll be showing up weekly to share with you what I've learned during my binge eating recovery, helpful tools such as yoga, mindfulness and energy medicine. My name is Stell and my purpose is to inform and ed educate so that you can fast track your recovery in healing your relationship with food and finally trust yourself around the peanut butter jar. Join me as I share top tips, my struggles and triumphs to help inspire or just entertain. Remember, there's nothing wrong with you if you can't stop overeating. That's why I'm here to guide you along the way. This episode is brought to you by my one and only food and mood journal. This is an eight week food and mood journal and planner for beginners where you can track how food affects your mood, your hunger and your energy levels. Are you sick and tired of promising yourself to stop binge eating? Do you feel out of control with food and you just don't know why you overeat? You might have intense cravings leading to self-sabotage. My food and mood journal is the perfect tool to help you tune into your signals that your body sends you. And by tracking what you eat and drink will help you give insight on how food affects your moods. This is a eight week kickstart to mindful eating to help you identify the triggers that make you wanna eat when you're not physically hungry. So this includes a food tracker, 
a mood and stress tracker because we know that stress eating can also lead to overeating. We also have an eight-week goals tracker with journal prompts and affirmations. You'll also track things like your water intake and exercise. It makes a beautiful gift for anyone who feels out of control with food. It's an easy to use journal and it will give you just the insights to help you get on the path to stop binge eating, emotional eating, or any other form of overeating. So get your food and mood journal today by clicking the link in the show notes. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. And don't forget to share this with all your friends. You can do this by adding this to your Instagram story and tagging me at Wholesome Lifestyle Project or by simply telling them about it. If you could rate and review on whatever platform you are listening, this will go a long way in helping me get this podcast out there so that I can share my message and help as many women out there struggling with food issues as I can. Don't forget, you can follow me on Instagram on Wholesome Lifestyle Projects or connect with me on LinkedIn. My name is Estelle Heath, and that's where you'll find me on LinkedIn. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.